Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 31 of season one. And we're going to be listening to a couple worship songs. Then we're going to start a new Bible study um, called Faith, Hope, and Courage. Then we're going to look at a story which in the segment of God teaches us in other ways, and it's called No, It's a God Thing. And then I will close out with closing remarks. But, right, we'll be right back after these messages. Hmm. 
Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 31. And we got to thank God for those two songs. Because our God, who can go before us? Who can come against us? Because our God is our comforter. He's our salvation. He's our protector. And he can take care of us. And that's why we got to do what we need to do in the second one song is draw close to him. Well, we're going to be getting into our Bible study. We're starting a new Bible study today. And it's called Faith, Hope, and Courage in Changing Times. Now, it's supposed to be a 90-day devotional book of ideals to help us get through. But... We're not going to spend 90 days in it. We're going to spend a while in it. But God is putting some of these thoughts together as one, you know, as one lesson. And the first thing that a lot of people are dealing with, which I'll tell you after we read the Bible, it's Romans chapter 15, and we're going to look at verse 23. And it says, but now having no more place in these parts and having great desire these many years to come unto you. And in the NIV version, it says, God, the source of hope, will fill you with peace. Now, the first thought here that we're going to deal with in this booklet is dealing with layoffs. We often use words as hope when we want something to happen, but we're not sure it will. We hope fix the car, okay? We hope it won't cost too much. We hope the kids graduate. We hope medical tests go well. We hope isn't wishful thinking, trusting God. is what we need to be doing. So, am I saying that we can't hope in things? No. But what I'm saying is we're hoping in those things. We also got to go and ask God to deal with these things going on in our lives. Instead of saying, I hope that the car don't cost that much and I hope we get fixed. Say, Lord, I need you to fix this car, and I need it not to cost so much. You know my finances, and I claim it in the name of Jesus that it's going to be beneficial to me because you promised in your word, Lord, that that you are going to take care of things. But when we go through, them are kind of little minor things that we get frustrated with. But a lot of people today are dealing with layoffs because of this pandemic all around the world. All right. And what we got to remember is this. His answer will put our faith. Our answers will put our faith in wrong things. Okay. So we got to go and put these things in God's hands. All right? We got to say, Lord, 
you know I need food to eat, Lord. You need, you know I got to have money to live here. But let me tell you something. God took care of a lot of things and a lot of things for people. Through President Trump, he got it where you didn't have to pay your rent for a while. He got it where he gave you stimulus checks. And I know some of these stimulus checks a lot of people didn't get. I'm one of them. All right? But for the ones that did, they help. Then a lot of your local neighbors in the neighborhood, if you watch the news, took up the call to help people that are struggling. All right? Now, you're saying, Pastor Ron, that's all well and good, but it didn't happen for me. But I got a question for you. If you're a Christian, do you still got a roof over your head? If you're a Christian, is there food on your table? Yeah, food that people gave me or family bought me, it still came from God. We know there's a Bible scripture in the book of Matthew where God says, when did you feed me? When did you clothe me? When did you help me? And the guy and the guy he was talking to said, when did the people he was talking to said, when did we grow thee? When did we help thee? When did we feed thee? He said, when you did it unto the least of you. In other words, during this layoff, God has provided. See, you got to look at things. And I know there's a lot of frustration out there. And I know there's a lot of things that God is doing out there, too. All right. But you got to look at it. Have I filled my belly today? Regardless where the food came from. Praise the Lord. He took care of it. But a lot of us Christians, we got to learn to stop looking at the negative and start looking at the positive. Now, during this COVID-19 pandemic, it's been hard for me too. Financially, because my job, I'm not saying here as a pastor, I do a regular job too, is not all the way up and running. And I only work four hours a day, so I took some money pay cut. But you know what? God still makes sure there's food on my table. God still makes sure I got a house to live in and a bed to put my head down. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not struggling. Me and my wife are struggling a little bit because of the situation. But we got to remember in the world, there's people struggling. We got to remember there's people laid off, not just cut hours. And we as Christians, we as Christians, if we know that people are in our neighborhood are going through this, we should be trying to help them. You don't even, if you don't want it to be known, you can go buy a bag of food, put it on their doorstep, ring the doorbell, and run away. Or just leave it there overnight, stuff that's not perishable, of course, if you're going to do it overnight. And when they come, they're going to have a big surprise, and you're going to bless that family. If You, know, you might be saying, Pastor Ron, that's all well and good, but what about, what about me? I'm on cut hours too. God will bless you for it. 
If you pay it forward, God would bless you back. Because if someone, because if God sees you struggling, He's and trying to help some of His people, God's going to let someone see you struggling and help you. See, and that's how you get paid back forward. So when we're dealing through these layoffs, we got to learn. We go got to go to God and let Him help us. All right. Now you might be saying, "Well, Pastor Ron, that's easier said than done." And yes, I agree with you. I think of a person here in the neighborhood uh, where we live. Um, his name is Lloyd. And he's been so concerned about our family because he knows I have key congestive heart failure. And I'm, you know, working off his job at home, but I'm also a pastor of an online church. And I do this podcast. But we, you know, struggle a little bit. And he knows my mother-in-law, you know, has had a slight stroke. And she uh, is now in kidney failure. And we got dialysis going. But he stops by to make sure that we're okay. All right? Sometimes that's even enough. Just, some, just stop by and talk to him and check on him. And help them. Alright? There's other ways to pay it forward. Alright? Now, dealing with layoffs, I've been there. It's scary. Because you get so much money for the unemployment. And they don't cover all the bills. But that's when we need to go to God personally also. And trust Him. And then when we're done, I hope God heard me. I hope the car gets fixed. I hope I have the money. Because when you say I hope after you pray in faith, you're untying everything you did. Because God moves in faith, not in hope. All right? But we have to keep hope on things. So keep hoping that it's all going to work out. But also in faith, know it's going to work out. All right? Now, the other part of this thought is don't be afraid. God is with you. So we're going to go to the book of Genesis. Chapter number 15. And we're going to look at verse 1. And it says, After these things the word, a word of the Lord came unto Abraham in the vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And we're going to look at verse 2. And Abraham said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I have no children, and the steward of my house is Ezner of Damascus? And Abraham said, Behold, be to me, thou hast given no seed, and no one born in my house my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thy heir, but in that shall come forth out your own bowels shall be thy heir. In other words, here, what is this telling us? And then he went on to say in verse 5, And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look unto heaven and tell the stars if they be able to number, num number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Now, if God can 
take Abraham's concern, and we know that Abraham they were in well in their 90s when they finally did have Isaac. And let me tell you something, saints. God made a way. Don't be afraid. God is with you. Don't be afraid of this layoff. God is with you. He's going to bring you through if you go to talk to him. See, Abraham went to him, confessed concern about something God told him. And God came back and said, no, that's not going to be your seed. I got a seed that's going to come out of you and you're going to inherit it. And if we would read longer, we find out in history that Sarah and Abram, at this time, Abram, Abram, Abram and Sarai, had a baby called Isaac. God blessed him. And then God took him even further to test him. And when he was at a certain age, he told Abraham he wanted God, he wanted you, him to sacrifice him to him. He went to go do it. God said, no. I provided another one for you. And it was a ram caught in a thicket. So if God can take care of you, take care of Abraham, he can take care of you. Don't be afraid to go to God. Don't be afraid to trust God. Don't be afraid. He's with you. He's with you through these layoffs. He's with you through these times of cut money. He's with you through these times of lack of food. He's with you through these times of pandemic. We got to learn to trust him. And let him be the God of our fathers. And our God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 So if you're dealing with layoffs tonight or any kind of financial problems because of this pandemic or maybe not because of this pandemic, God is going to bring you through. Distrust him and help him. Let him help you. Hallelujah. And don't be afraid to trust him. Don't be afraid to ask him for help because he will help you in your time of need. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we came to the end of our Bible study. We'll be right back after these messages for our segment, God Teaches Us in Other Ways. And we're going to read the story about that. We'll be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Goofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm 
to get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church, episode 31 of season one. I hope you enjoyed the book Bible study that we started on faith, hope, and courage. We're going to share some more tomorrow night, tomorrow about that too. We're going to be sharing that Bible study for a little while. So now we're going to our third segment on God teaches us in other ways. And I got a story here I want to share with you. And it's called The God Thing. All right. And let's see what God's going to teach us from this. And again, I got this from my art, my pastor, our minister article magazines that I get, and it's called Tomorrow's World. And it's an article that was written. It says, a grandfather once told me about an experience with his 10-year-old grandson. Granddad asked the boy, so what are you studying in school these days? To which his granddad replied, did you know there's a, his acid in a, personal, a person's stomach, but it doesn't eat a hole in it? Granddad told him, yes, that is marvelous. It is how God made us as human beings. He was display when the boys re- displayed. When the boys responded, granddad, we don't do a God thing at our house. And it was true. No awareness of God was being included in the upbringing of this boy or his siblings. Fast forward to today's streets. In so many cities across the world, a a majority of major property damage, looting, bloodshed became rampant. And it is obvious that vast swaths of people have grown up without doing the God thing. Lack of reverence for God inevitably leads to lack of respect, lack of respect for those made in His image. This results in, among many other adorable acts, obscene languages, horrible mm-hmm. acts, the obscene language, scream at authorities, and cast slogans, spray paint on buildings and monuments such. Hatred reveals a complete disregard, not only for the property of others, but the, but for their very lives. It was all so predictable. A generation that ignores the need for two parents' household co- companions self-indulge. Shame those who are dared to discipline belittles high standard of personal conduct and activity. Teachers is can children to engage in violence, filthy language, sexual promiscuity, breed a culture consumed by moral rot. What our children need to know and need to be taught is this. Ancient God reveals the standards of what is right and what is wrong. These ten basic rules for human activities are found in Exodus 21 through 17 and Deuteronomy 5, 6 through 21. 
After making these rules abundant, clear, God gave an, an awesome responsibility to parents everywhere. And these words which I can command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them to your children. You shall talk to them. When you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. Deuteronomy 6, 6-9. This covers just about all human activity. As parents use daily routines to teach your children how to constantly obey God, thereby preparing them for a spiritual, abundant, and fulfilling life. Solomon wrote, Train up a child in the way he will go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6 There were periods when Israelis obeyed their Creator, and as a result were blessed with peace and prosperity. More often, however, they did not obey and suffered the consequences down through the time. There have been a few individuals who have preserved in putting these ways into practices. In the first century AD, Jesus of Nazareth, God in the flesh, reaffirmed the validity of his law. If you love me, keep my commandments. John fourteen fifteen. Earlier in time, David of Israel, a shepherd, poet, musician, and king, wrote, the fool has said in the heart there is no God. Psalms 14.1 No one has no excuse in denying the existence of God. As David made it plain, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the fragment shows his handiwork. Days unto days other speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, no language, where there is voice not heard. Psalms 19.1-3 the importance of teaching and training the next generation is reaffirmed in the New Testament. In this, in his letter to the church of Ephesus, the Apostle Paul gave instructions to the father regarding their children, that they should bring them up in the nature and amontation of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 4. Seize the opportunity to teach your children the good things of knowledge of the Creator and in the rules for mankind and in the kingdom of God, which will be unsure in Jesus Christ's intimate return. Unheard. This will be done across the world, and all violence, destruction, and misery will be eliminated. God's speeds that day. Let me tell you something, Sarah Saints. What is this telling us? It's telling us that I, here in America, our society, our society is in trouble. Because parents are not teaching their kids the so-called, as the, the grandkids said, the God thing. Let me tell you something, saints. It's time that they were taught the God thing. Because the
the more these kids are not taught, the deeper and deeper they're going to end up in the pits of hell. Because the Bible teaches us there's only one way to heaven. And that's through our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's only one way to act in this world. And that's living by this word. So we need to teach these kids. If I learned anything from this pandemic. I'm ashamed of Americans today. A way they act. And I'm not saying that something can't be done about what some of this tremendous stuff that's happened. Killing of human beings. Police killing of human beings. But why go loot and break into a store that people just like you didn't have, didn't have nothing to do with that? Why you're not hurting the person you want to hurt. You're just making yourself look ridiculous. And you're hurting people that don't need to be hurt. But to accomplish this from that happening. We need to get back to teaching our kids. Parents. Christian parents. I employ you. Teach those kids. Make a way to teach maybe some of their friends. Let them know about God. It's not just the church's responsibility. It's everybody. Which we find out here, he said in Deuteronomy. He told the parents to teach their kids. We need to teach them. We'll be right back after these messages. For our closing remark. If you want to know about all sports information, go to YouTube, go to the search bar, and type in Charge It to the Game podcast, and you will get all you need about the world of sports from the, this podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I am a describer, and I recommend this podcast to you. Describe to them today. Again, go to the search bar at youtube.com and type in charge it to the game and describe to this podcast. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 31, to the end of another podcast. And we learned a lot today. We learned that we got to trust God because he's a God that can bring us through and we need to draw close to him in our worship segment. In our Bible study, we learned no matter what comes our way, we got to have faith in him and knowing that he's going to ask him and knowing he's going to bring us through and knowing not to be scared to ask. Because he is going to bring us through. Not to be scared of the answer. We also learned. God teaches us in other ways. That we need to continue to teach our kids. Or get back to teaching our kids. The word of God parents. And let me tell you something. 
I've learned a lot here today, just in this ruffled podcast of maybe just over 30 minutes. On that note, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. I'd like to say God bless you. See you tomorrow for another Bible study on faith, hope, and courage. And we'll look at two more thoughts there. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 32 of Season 1. God bless you, everyone.